0: It will be a difficult day for our neighbors in Oxford, as maybe as many as 40 of them make their victim impact statements at the sentencing of the uh, young shooter uh, who just left so much wreckage in his wake on November 30th, 2021. We talked a little bit about how we would approach this and whether we could make a statement, whether we had the capacity to maintain our composure, Uh, but what are the legal issues that uh, the judge in this case, Judge Rowe must consider, uh, Todd Flood is a good friend, attorney, managing partner at Flood Law, and has given us so much guidance through this very difficult process. It's going to be a painful day, Todd. Good
1: morning. Good morning. It is. It is. I spoke with my client, uh, Aiden Watson last night, who's going to be speaking this morning, um, who was a victim of the shooter, uh, who was shot, um, and, uh, Uh, It's going to be a tough day. There's no question about it. For the parents, for everybody, for everyone in Oxford, it's going to be a tough day. Judge Um, Kwame
0: Rowe has, I mean, a number of issues to weigh as the judge in this case. But is the capacity for this young man's rehabilitation, is that the biggest thing that he must consider?
1: That is. That is. Whether or not there is um, some morsel that he can be rehabilitated to – you know, turn his life around within some sort of treatment um, in prison or otherwise. And I, I think, candidly, everything that the experts put on the table for Judge Rowe, um, those those possibilities have been dispelled. So, I, you know, we'll hear, and this is going to be the day that Crumbly can speak himself and actually speak to the judge, and see if he can turn the judge into giving him. Um A sentence of a uh, term of years of twenty five to forty years in in prison
0: um Todd, do they look at you know a statement that the shooter might read so they know what he's going to say, or are they just gonna let him say whatever he wants because that would be very uh hurtful to the people in that room
1: yeah, the judge can shut him down the okay. judge can shut him down um if it gets to that extent. Um, so, uh, the judge is not, you know, he, he doesn't have to, um, present a written statement. He, you know, to anybody, he goes over that with his lawyers, his lawyers are going to talk to him about what it is he should say and shouldn't say. So, um, but that's not going to be telegraphed to the judge. It's going to be live.
0: Uh, Todd, it's Marie Osborne. Uh, they're letting, they're letting me sit in this morning, <laughs> but I have a question Hi, for Marie. you. Hi, I have a question for you that I think a lot of our listeners might be wondering about because we've seen these victim impact statements before. And most notably, of course, in the MSU case with, uh, Larry Nasser. that was, you know, heart-wrenching and, and went on for days. So the judge in this case has already made up his mind. If, if whether this is going to be life without, parole or life with the possibility of parole. So all of this, uh, the, the victim statements and the, uh, uh, the defendant here making this statement, does that just make any difference at all?
1: Well, we have a constitutional right. Uh, Does it make a difference? Um, Not necessarily. Um, It, it, you know, the judge is probably, uh, you're right, Marie has already made up his mind. Um, Unless someone came out and said judge of one of the victim's families, you know, that surprised everybody. Uh, maybe it sways, you know, the judge to find mercy, but I doubt it very seriously. Knowing everybody you're listening to all the attorneys that, that I'm part of with the group, I don't see that happening. But the, the Victims' Rights Act is in our Constitution, and um, it is, uh, uh, as we saw in Nasser. You know, went on for days. Right. But they have that constitutional right as a victim to speak uh, at this part of the process to to give the judge, um, you know, the impact that it had on their lives, their family's lives. And listening to Aiden last night, who uh, I love this kid, um, he has gone through his family has gone through um, so much so much it, it 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 the the trajectory of his life um has changed uh for this time but knowing his resilience knowing the power of his family Linda and Jared and his brother and sister i i i have great hope that you know they heal but oxford is just it's a tough place right now to, it's
0: a, to it's, be and and we we keep reopening wounds with the the process maybe some of it necessarily do you think, and is it in your experience, Todd, that this is somewhat cathartic and a healing process and are they getting the help mm-hmm. that they yeah. need? You know, that was some, that was part of
1: the pledge coming out of this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, God, it's, uh, you hit on two main topics. I, I work with, um, several trauma therapists for cases and Bethany Atwell is, is one of the best in our, in our state. And, um, Beth has oftentimes said, and I have learned that it is cathartic. It is, it does bring closure to get to the next stage, the next phase, whatever that healing process is. And this is a big part of that um, to that cathartic, you know, healing. Uh, do they get the treatment? And that's a big question. I, you know, my my clients are paying for it out of their own pocket, so um, it's it's not it's not necessarily coming from the school district. It's not coming from the state. Uh, it's it's coming from their own pocket. But it's a it's a long journey in this, especially since you know we get they got a double whammy. They had a son at Michigan State that when the active shooter took place up there too. So good lord, they've been through they've been through a lot. Um, so I I don't think we provide, I know we don't provide, and it's not a think, I know we don't provide enough trauma experts and therapy experts to these families, to these people that um, they need. Um, in the state of Michigan, woefully from a long time ago, we, we kind of ended a lot of programs especially when we shut down the Lafayette clinic, you know? I mean, that was the start of it, right. right? But we shut down a lot of programs. And um it it's it we need we need those those experts in that field. Well, we
0: know that during this process, Todd, we heard a lot of concern about the shooters' mental well-being. I would hope that just as much oxygen would be consumed about the victims' well-being going forward and Amen. the years that they will need. Todd Thank you for helping, and the best to your clients this morning.
1: Thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. Thank you.